Welcome travelers. I'm Lee Wanika, and I wanted to take just a moment to talk about an issue that is of vital importance to both Josh and myself. I'm talking today about post-traumatic stress and its associated issues and concerns. While our focus here at Tabletop Journeys is essentially entertainment, a game, if you will, it is a game that often depicts scenes of war and violence. As a DM, a player, and a veteran myself, I feel it's important that I role play my characters with respect to their real world counterparts. While gaming, we often joke about critical hits, tremendous injuries, lasting effects, even fears and nightmares. For many who have served and their families, this is not a joke. Here at Tabletop Journeys, our goal is as always to be informative and helpful, not exploitative. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I do have friends and family, and family, as one of them likes to say, that deal with these issues on an everyday basis and will for the rest of their lives. I just want to take the time to say, if you're within the sound of my voice and you are, or you know someone who's suffering or dealing with issues such as these, please reach out. There are good people, trained people, who are ready and willing to help you or your loved ones get through. We've included some of those links and resources in the links below. We want you to be able to find these helpful folks. This is a small list of people who are out there. There are many more. There are organizations all over that are out there trying to help people who are dealing with these issues. Thank you for listening, and thank you for joining me along the way. Going back to the Robotech, they also had some other things that were very game-specific, the outlook of these characters on Earth, uh, which was specific to the Robotech world. But they also had a couple things that I thought were very interesting, which are specific in how the tables look, but are interesting to think about when you're thinking about your characters. There's a table for prejudices and paranoia. In Robotech, generations have been at war for three, three to four generations, depending on what area you're playing in especially when you're talking about the Shadow Chronicles era, these are children who grew up, who were born in a society that was at war from a planet that was nearly destroyed. I think all but 10% of the population of Earth was destroyed. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Robotech, even though it's like since 1985. <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic sinks at the end, too. Yeah, by the way. Oops. But within that, within that storyline... Some of the people who were enemies in the first war are friends and by the second war. Their children are growing up with the humans' children in the third war. So prejudices and paranoias make sense to have here. If you're playing in a homebrew world that has a history of conflict, that may be worthwhile. My caution to storytellers out there is be very aware 
of how prejudice and paranoias play out and how they impact and affect real people in real lives, ask those questions, come to a group consensus as to what's okay yep. for the game. It's a session zero topic is to is is what topics are there topics that absolutely should not be covered. And if racism is one of those topics that people don't want covered, then don't have that in your game. I think that that's but that's definitely that's a session zero topic all over. But if you are going to have it as part of your game, then it makes sense to have it as part of your character's background. And again, always taking care to be aware of real-world feelings about this fictional game. And then there's dispositions. Do you have worry wards? Do you have career officers? You know, are people hardened by war? Do they have various issues with war, PTSD and the like? These are all things that have been in part of the Rifts game since its inception, even though in the real world we have not been talking about PTSD since uh, until the late 90s and early 2000s, and even then, it was a shadow conversation. It's really only been in the last five to ten years that it has been a truly important topic. Right. Interestingly enough, it is still not part of Dungeons & Dragons, and it is something that I think is an oversight. It is something that, when covered in a system zero, people are okay with, have as a potential factor. I don't ask players to have it. I certainly role-play NPCs that do. I think it's important for a lot of reasons. And, and I think it's interesting that Rifts has done this since the 80s. It's always been a part of the game. Yeah, that is interesting. I didn't know that they had a mechanic for that. They actually have several mechanics for that, to be honest with you. Some of them are very pejorative, and I'm not necessarily a fan of how it's depicted, but I celebrate the fact that it's depicted. Um, <laughs> this is one of the ones that I think is, is uh, depicted well. Some of the other mechanics less so. I guess there was, I forget which game it is, but System Shock was something that was similar, but that was very in the moment. It wasn't ongoing. Right, right. So I think that that's kind of, uh, that, that's similar to it. Hmm. So why, why do you think that Dungeons & Dragons hasn't, hasn't touched on that? Is it a conscious choice just not to, not to dive into that? Or is there some question about whether it fits into a fantasy setting versus Robotech, which is very much a post-apocalyptic, cyberpunky type setting, is it is it a is it a setting choice, or do you think it is, or do you think there's something else to it? How about I say yes and no? So I'll handle the no first. I think the main reason why it hasn't been done historically is nobody was talking about. It. Yep, that and that which is fair. Yeah, right. When Palladium came out in the, eight, in the mid eight, in the early 80s, mid-80s, it was the basement game. It was the alternative, right? So the creators of that game, Simbieta, Simbeta, I apologize if I'm saying his name incorrectly. I think by design, his game was designed to be counter and cover the things that TSR and Dungeons & Dragons didn't. Yep always built in more detail where D&D had less. Yep. And he tended to put in less detail where D&D had more. Interesting. Okay. Always by design something a little bit beyond or different than adjacent to what D&D was. So I think that's probably why they had it to begin with, was to be counter. So I think TSR just didn't do it because it, nobody talked about it. Back in the day, the only thing we knew that was even close to that was the conversation in some movie about World War II where the general slapped the malingerer. Uh, and we had yeah. a discussion about PTSD. 
And I remember as a soldier in the army watching that movie and all of us were celebrating that because we thought it was cool. Ten years later, when many of us, many, many of my fellow soldiers, I'm not myself, but many of my fellow soldiers had served in combat Bennett war and realized what was really going on, hmm. on this depiction of, in film in the 60s, they would not have been celebrating that moment like they were. So I think there was just a different discussion going on. Wow. That's, that's pretty powerful. Why it's not in today, that's where I think we lead more into it doesn't fit what they want. Yep. I think we don't want to get into deeper themes. I think we actively avoid deeper themes, but I think that's okay. I don't think you need a mechanic for this. I don't necessarily right. like a mechanic for this beyond what I just spoke about in the background. Like, do you have prejudice, paranoia, or are you a hardened war, war vet? Do you feel sad about it? And to be fair, 5e has in a couple of the questions, background notes that they have to go along with certain backgrounds, there's a couple of them that lead towards that. Uh, that mention it. So if a player is interested in depicting that, they can use that as a launch point and role play it. But there aren't necessarily going to be mechanical supports or detriments for it. And I think that's probably a good way to go. Yep. I think that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Because I, I, I think that, because I'm kind of thinking through the answer to my own question, right, as, a, as, as you were talking. And I think that what you're saying is really, really poignant and really, really on, on point. Um, and I wonder if part of it, too, is that even though you and I have played in D&D campaigns specifically, which are on an epic scale, where we are not just a single character responsible for their own well-being, but we are characters who are generals or leaders in a military unit that I'm not just responsible for myself. I'm also responsible for the party of 50 archers that comes with me. And these 50 archers and your 75 rangers and their 100 fighters, we're as a force going to go storm the city of the vampire Lord, because we all know that he's evil and we need to go do that thing. That's not a thing that D and D champions. And it's not something necessarily that I think is, is kind of in, in the Dungeons and Dragons scope. It's still very much a, it's you and your, your, your four party mates, and you're going to go off and do less epic scale campaigns where Robotech absolutely feeds into that. Uh, the world is on fire and you are a soldier in war mentality. You know, it's almost like um, big battle Warhammer 40 K where I have multiple units of soldiers and we, as a, we, as a force are moving on a, on a target. Thanks again for joining us for this important discussion. It has been heartwarming to engage in an important discussion such as this with our audience, with each other, and it means a lot to me that I have the opportunity to do so. And just as a reminder, you can find us at our website, ttjourneys.com. We're also active on Twitter at ttjourneys, active on our Facebook group at ttjourneys, and you can certainly email us at ttjourneys at gmail.com. Additionally, you can subscribe to our podcast at many locations. We are currently available on Stitcher, iTunes, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Be sure to leave us likes and comments. We welcome both, and they're both great ways to support the channel, support what we do, and get more wonderful, great content and interaction with your hosts. Thanks again for joining us. 
This has been Tabletop Journeys. And in the words of another traveler, we bid you shade and sweet water.